0: Thompson. The Bucks have done it after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions
1: once again. To win it for the Packers, a dagger. Let's f- go,
0: bro. You know what I was thinking about the other day? No, what's that? We're like the anti-Craig Council, a podcast.
1: Oh. All right,
0: I'll stick with you, but I, I'm i a little bummed out because Craig took the money and we could turn on ads But we don't for the great people of Milwaukee. We yeah. do this for the people of Milwaukee Yeah, yeah I like that we All could right. be making money But Mm-mm. we choose
1: not to choose not to which
0: you know makes us smart and loyal it might not make us smart But uh, it makes us loyal I think if you're doing right by the fans, that's smart. Right? There you go. This is a long-term play. Yeah. Uh-huh. some 10 in 2048 is gonna be lit.
1: No one spray painted our side.
0: <laughs> Never. No
1: one's shit in our yard yet.
0: If it is, it's a Cubs fan. And them. F- I don't like them anyway, so don't shit in my yard, bro. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And we're back like the Bucks winning another in-season tournament game. It's Thirst in 10. 2-0. Believe. 2-0. and 2-0 believe. Starting off on a good note. Uh, it's not like soccer where you get three points for every win. But if it was, they'd have six points right now.
1: No, just one win. Just one win, yeah.
0: For a win. There you go. They're eliminating the competition I can't think of the word I was going to use. Slowly. But surely? Steadily? Steadily, sure. We'll go with that one.
1: One game at a time?
0: Efficiently. I don't know. Sure. I I had a better word than my head will think of at 3 a.m. in the morning. But. What? But let's talk about a different team.
1: Okay. Probably.
0: So, Packers in season. Yeah, all right. Bucks in season. Okay. Badgers in season. Yeah. Let's talk about the Brewers. Brewers, yeah, non-tendered Brandon Woodruff today. He's gone. He's done. He's never coming back. Oh. I
1: mean, what was our alternative to just pay him to not do anything next year?
0: So basically, you would have had to pay him. You would had to give him like a two-year deal. Give him something to sit on the bench this year, and then you would get him for twenty twenty-five. So they could have done that. They elected not to do that. They elected to not take on the risk.
1: Right, which makes sense. Because we're like, we're never overly excited to pay anybody. And then especially if like you have a bunch of inherent risk. Like this one, I get it. He's got a high potential, you know, or had maybe. I don't even know anymore. I'm sorry. He had a high, super high potential. But I feel like at at this point, he's one where like,
0: yeah. Alright, it's better to let him go. I just keep thinking of uh, Jimmy Nelson. Remember when he tore his labrum, I believe, diving back into first base? You know, he was never the same after that. Woodruff kind of has a similar injury. So, I'm not necessarily mad that the Brewers, you know, non tendered him per se. I'm not mad about that. But there had to be at least one team willing to make a trade. Something... Like a team like the Dodgers, a team like the Yankees. It seems like they could have got something for him. And he might have pitched in the playoff race.
1: See, my thing is, I don't know, would they really have a trade partner when, how how long do they have him for?
0: Uh, So they would have him all of next year. Now, like I said, they could sign him long term.
1: I'm just saying, if they didn't, teams are like, well, he's going to either, I don't know. I don't know how excited you would be cuz like he's still very hypothetical. Like you're not adding him for now. So who's thinking like, yeah, I'm really willing to give up something for like an unknown quantity 2 years from now. You know, that doesn't seem enticing to me.
0: In reality, it's almost the most fair trade in all of baseball because you'd get a prospect who you don't know what they're going to be 2 years from now for a guy who you're going to pay a lot of money for, who you don't know what he's going to be. Two years from now.
1: I mean, that's not fair at all. Not really. The market because would be.
0: sometimes when they're not, like, if one guy's not
1: hurt, and, it, and maybe it's emotional, he was here a long time, he was here for some good times. But, you know, it's a business.
0: You know what bums me out about the Brewers? They're cheap. So, I tweeted something out about I'd be really bummed out if Craig Council went to Cleveland. Because I'd be like, that would be your dad leaving your mom for an uglier woman. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people in Cleveland saw that tweet. <laughs> and they were not happy about that. <laughs> and they all called the Brewers. Now, this is ironic calling from coming from them. They called the Brewers a poverty franchise.
1: I saw that. And, I mean, we act like it. We
0: act like it for sure. And that's the thing. I'm not mad that we're a poverty franchise. I'm mad that we've accepted that we're a poverty franchise.
1: Yeah, I can see that. We've definitely, we lean into it. We do. Because Cleveland, like, I don't know, they, they try a little bit. And I get why, like, that's why the Cleveland people are mad. So, like so but we got poverty Terry franchise, Francona. too. We, but they got Terry Francona and uh, Josh Bell. They have Jose on a long-term deal. They went to the World Series in the last decade. We did not do that. So it's like there may be a little... <laughs> we're kind of a, we're very similar to Cleveland, in a lot of respects, but they're maybe a little further along. I think they're a little more willing. Like we're not going to go sign a Josh Bell equivalent to be our first baseman next year, even though I think we should. Like a first baseman needs to be someone that can
0: actually f-ing slug. I can catch a ball and stand on first base. No, no, no but I, I can't hit.
1: I need thirty pops,
0: bro. That's the thing is, if you play first base, mm-hmm. you need. To hit 30 home runs. A I year. need some slugging numbers. I could stand on first base and dig out a Willie Adamas grounder from shortstop. Can you like, hit dingers? But no, I can't hit anything. That's dude. why you're right here. I barely hit a softball, bro. But I was mad about. I wasn't mad about the message. I was mad about the messenger. You know, like come on, Cleveland. You're not that much. You're not any better than Milwaukee but I was mad about that. And the Brandon Woodruff thing. No, they're like weird Milwaukee. They're like if Milwaukee and Detroit had a baby.
1: Like somehow Milwaukee was drunk, and I know like that sounds like Milwaukee's already drunk, but they like lit a river on fire, which like a river's made of water. Keep that in mind. They lit a river on fire, launched hundreds of thousands of balloons off into the Skywoods, had to shut down air travel and stuff. is terrible. They just, I don't know. They don't get it. But they spend more money than we do.
0: And they have, like, one-tenth of the fans. If you ever see a Cleveland game, there will be, like, 50 fans in the crowd. And I'm like, why do they have money they, and we they don't? Got,
1: they got their fans.
0: They got like, their for fans. big games, but...
1: I don't know. When I was there, they were there. They, they, they don't have tailgating like we do.
0: And so I feel like that's... I don't know. That's what makes us great. Woo! 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 Hey, yes. Pat Murphy. New coach of the Brewers. Woo! You excited? Do yeah. You care? Yeah, I'm
1: excited because I feel like I gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Brewers are tweeting everything about a new era, and uh, in the words of Ricky Weeks, "Let's f-ing go." Let's f-ing go. I don't know where we're going exactly, but if everyone's so excited, you know, it's a new era. I'm excited. I don't really know why what's going to happen now, but I'm excited. I'm jumping off the cliff and the, the Brewers will take me somewhere.
0: You know, I'm not that excited about Pat Murphy, but I'm really excited about Ricky being the ass man, the assistant manager. <laughs> I did steal that from Twitter, so if somebody listens to this and goes, I tweeted that, feel free to take credit for it. But I'm excited about Ricky. Yeah, I like that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. I feel like they're letting Pat just kind of guide the heir apparent, like Marcus Aurelius guiding Commodus. Whoa. To be, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think that's what we want. <laughs> like, you got a better example. Hadrian guiding Marcus Aurelius to be the emperor. Sure, yep. <laughs> but, you know, you have to have the contingency plan, and the Brewers have that. This might be a two year, one year deal for Pat Murphy. And then eventually he's going to pass the reins on to Ricky Weeks. That's what I'm excited for. I'm more excited about Ricky than I am about Pat. And in a lot of ways, Ricky is the anti craig Council. Like, Craig Council was like the... He had to fight and scrap for every hit that he ever got. Where Ricky was just like the purely talented, you know, the sky's the limit type of player. So he was almost like the anti craig Council. And I feel like that's almost like what we're going for. We're like, we want the anti Craig. Yeah, I can see why. I can see why. <laughs> I'm mad at my uncle Craig. That's how <laughs> mad I am at Craig. It's, you know, Craigs are catching strays in Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, and it's not fair.
0: It's not it, fair. It's not fair. He didn't have to bring this family conflict into my life. Hey, Amen. But Just he did. Casualties. <sighs> they could show Hey Otani. I'm going to throw shit. I'm going to throw shit on a podcast. Throw, hey. So uh, speaking of moves and transactions, the Brewers made quite a few this week. Yeah, do yeah. you have the list up?
1: Yeah, we had our own winter meetings. Uh, they weren't in we winter. We met with
0: everybody, bro. And they
1: weren't. Maybe they'll mean more in the future.
0: Uh, so the new the New York Yankees traded DH Jake Bowers to Milwaukee. For Jay Savinia and Brian Sanchez, two minor leaguers, uh, Jake Bowers, good chance to be the starting first baseman. Wait, now, seriously? He's not good at baseball. Dude,
1: here's the crazy thing to me. Two things So you just said to me are wild. First of all, starting first baseman, and and I'm all for that. I'm all for getting a different first baseman this year because I thought Roddy Tellez was awful. But this guy's stats are literally Rowdy les's stats. <laughs> um, and then second, we traded two players for this guy? I mean, right?
0: We're a poverty franchise, so. Oh, no. We're begging for crumbs on the street. They might be right, dude. Okay, and then. He's a worse Rowdy les Literally worse ever. All right, all right ever. so
1: give us Jake Bauer's
0: stats. Uh, so he hit two hundred two, the best player on the Brewers. Uh, He had 12 home runs, 30 RBIs, 3 stolen bases Wow! in 242 at-bats. That's basically like a third of a season, a little more. And Rowdy Telez in 311 at-bats. Batted 215, had 13 home runs, 47 RBIs, 0 stolen bases. I feel like you're paying for the stolen bases here. Maybe
1: he's a guy that they could build on. And that's why I was just kind of shocked. Hypothetically, our starting first baseman next year—right like, no, now he is. Unless we bring back Santana, no.
0: There's got to be somebody out there better. Owen Miller.
1: Yeah. All right. Probably better than this guy. We got to get somebody. Somebody has to hit. Like in this day and age, your first baseman has to hit thirty bombs now. Like he has to. And it does. It doesn't matter like what his average is anymore. It could be two hundred. It could be Jake Bowers, 202. That's fine. Got to get, like, 30 home runs. Especially when you're the Brewers. No one other than William Contreras is, like, dangerous. Like, your first baseman has to be a threat.
0: I don't think this guy's a threat, man.
1: No. That's what I'm saying. So this guy can't be the starting first baseman. And we have more trades to go through, right?
0: We got two more to go through. Wow. If
1: that didn't make you excited, hang on.
0: (laughs) Uh, we traded Abraham Toro to the Oakland Athletics. Uh, how long until they're the Vegas Athletics? Two more years?
1: Probably. They just got okayed.
0: Are they going to be the, the Athletics? When uh, I don't know. I have no idea. So, uh, We traded Abraham Toro for Chad Patrick. Yeah,
1: two first names. He's got two first names.
0: So let's look up Chad Patrick's stats. I bet they're great. Uh, probably fantastic. I bet they're so good. And ERA, 789 in AAA last year. So, uh, 789. Okay, maybe not all that great. In AA Midland, though, surely surely it'll be better than 789 in AA. It's 844. Okay, what the f***? Is he Man. throwing overhand? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can give up 48 runs, bro. What hand does he throw with, and can he try the other one? <laughs> I think maybe
1: last year we turned, what, Like We turned some guys that were like random acquisitions into big-time guys, and I think maybe we're getting a little too excited right now. I don't turn- think Joel
0: Piams was blind, though. <laughs> this guy might not be able to see the catcher's <laughs> mitt. All right. There's one more trade. Surely it'll be better. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies trade second baseman Oliver Dunn to the Milwaukee Brewers for left fielder Hendry Mendez and shortstop Robert Moore.
1: Here's another one, too. For two players?
0: We're You know, Mark has to pay those guys, too, okay? All right, so in A last year, Oliver Dunn hit 271. Okay, that's it. T-Rex Pennebaker right double there. Double A, double A, bro. Was that double A? Okay, in double A last year, he hit 271. Uh, he hit 21 home yeah, runs.
1: That's pretty crazy. Not,
0: not bad. That's wild. He can hit above 250 and hit 20 home runs. I mean, it's still minors. I mean, out of all the trades they made, this will be the best one. I have no idea what we're doing. Like, you know, like when <laughs> no, Craig batted no. Jesse Winker twice in the playoffs, oh, man. and he was just like, metaphorically flipping off Mark Antanasio (laughs) by doing that. Now I feel like Matt Arnold might be doing the same thing. Like, I don't know what we're doing.
1: Right, because we have Terrain. We got...
0: Well, Terrain kind of sucks. Black, right? right? Tyler Black. We got Monasterio.
1: I mean, we we still have Willie, right, technically?
0: We do have Willie. I don't think we'll have Willie on opening day, but... Right, so maybe this is just a...
1: Backup, backup, or organizational depth.
0: I mean, you know, you always need guys who can play multiple positions, so.
1: The fact that he hit 21 home runs last year in Double A and he only hit like, his highest was seven home runs in one season before that, kind of crazy. So, hey, maybe who's, we got him on a
0: heater. Who's the gymnast who uh, broke all the records for, like, NIL? I think her name was Olivia Dunn. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, yeah. that's who we thought we were getting.
1: <laughs> we got the wrong Dunn. We saw Olive Dunn, and we were like, send.
0: Full send.
1: Send it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't blame you, Matt. Uh, I don't blame you, you Matt. She got a done. All right,
0: let's talk about a different team. Let's do a shot. Honestly, I said the Green Bay Packers were going to win last week, and they did not. Oh. And I just kind of want to do a shot. Because I looked at, like, I took one step into the brain of Matt Arnold.
1: And now I just can't handle it. Hey, man, that's that's fair. I'm going to close this guy's stats. I don't know why I still got those up.
0: So the Packers lost. But they might have lost in the best way possible. They looked good. The offense clicked for a little bit, at least in the first half. Then a little bit again in the fourth quarter. Cheers. Cheers. Is this the best way to lose for you? Is this, like, so best-case scenario? Yeah, 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 Okay, let me rephrase that.
1: I would say so far it's the best way to lose. There could be a better way to lose in which, like, for me, the defense started really bad and the offense started pretty good and then everyone kind of flip-flopped at some certain point. And it's like so if we just looked really good for four quarters and lost, I think that's the best case scenario for me. Yeah, a little too much flip flop going on. You can't wear flip flops all the time. I'm glad
0: that you gave that really heartfelt answer. Because I'm gonna change the question on you. What? Is this I'm the give best, you a shit answer? Is now? this the best case scenario to lose looking good? Was that better than a win?
1: No, because theoretically they could still look really good and win. Looking really good. From whistle to whistle is still, to me, the best-case scenario. They didn't do that.
0: Uh, A lot of people just want the Packers to lose. I'm not one of the people. And those people, in my opinion, are really dumb. Uh, Obviously not me. Not you. Not me. I want the Packers to try and win and get into the playoffs. A lot of playing football is about culture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want guys... Who go out there and execute every single play. Those are the type of guys that you want. And maybe right now, out of eleven, we have five or six of those guys who are starting. Like I think like Jaden Reed is one of those guys. I think, um, okay, this is a lot tougher than I thought it would be. But like, you know, <laughs> Luke Musgrave could you be really one of those guys. Name Romeo Dobbs. Um, they got they got people who I think are on the track to being good NFL players. Sure. I don't want any part of their mindset to ever be about losing.
1: Right, we're about the track. And so if you steer the track wrong, it's hard to turn around a train.
0: The other thing about it is there's not a single position that the Packers could draft in April with their first round pick. Other than, like, kicker or punter. But other than that... There's not a single position that they could draft that I would go, why would you draft that position? Why would you do that? So now, in my mind, the goal should be to like take some of those positions off. Like, okay, we have our quarterback of the future. That would be best-case scenario. But, hey, we have three or four guys who we feel confident playing wide receiver. We don't need to take a wide receiver hey, we feel good about our linebackers, we feel good about our cornerbacks, we feel good about this. That is what needs to be the goal for the Green Bay Packers. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, okay, we need to tank so we can have the third pick instead of the eighth pick. Like To me, like that's irrelevant.
1: Yeah, I feel you, especially when for me it's like, so whatever, a couple of weeks ago we were like, should they tank for Caleb Williams? We are talking about why teams shouldn't tank. And it's like, I don't... One reason that we probably didn't even mention there was like... Dude, no, nothing is guaranteed. You know? So it's like, it's not a guarantee that we're going to get whoever. And they're going to be good. Or that... We're gonna be good enough around them to have them be good. You would rather have the team be on the path to improve, be good. right? And then have something that you can add a piece into. If you're just like putting Caleb Williams, Drake May, whoever it is, because everyone's all excited on quarterback right now, into shit. Like, why would they not just also be shit? Like you said, I'd love to be able to draft, like, maybe a little left
0: tackle or something, you know? That would be probably best case scenario. And, I mean, it's
1: the same thing, too, with wide receiver. And everyone's like, we'll get a Marvin Harrison Jr. It's I'm like, kidding. dude, we don't need more youth at wide receiver. Like, what we needed was to draft that guy five years ago or whatever, three years ago, so that now he's a veteran. You know, that's what we're getting beat up by. We're just too young everywhere. Everyone's learning at the
0: same time. Yeah, and I mean, the biggest disappointment right now for me on the Packers is probably Christian Watson, right? Penalties,
1: but if it's people... Well, it's then. penalties,
0: but <laughs> if we're going to single somebody out, I'd probably say it's Watson. Yeah, Just yeah. because he was supposed to be what people want Marvin Harrison Jr. to be. Like a, big, I mean, a big receiver, sure, yeah. really fast, but he also doesn't really have great hands.
1: I mean, but he was a
0: what, third round guy? Second, what was he, second, second round? Yeah, he was the first pick of the second round. Wow.
1: But, I mean, still not Marvy. But, you know, I, you're right that uh, he has not met expectations so far.
0: Like, if they could get Watson... And then Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs. Dontavian Wicks has been really good.
1: I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, Watson It was like, your most seasoned receiver. Like, those guys are two years old in NFL and, and your most seasoned
0: guys. If the draft was today, what position would you want the Green Bay Packers to take?
1: Now, I was going to say, so, so today, do you know what our pick is right now?
0: Uh, it's, like, seventh or eighth.
1: I'm going to say offensive line. Specifically left tackle. I want a tackle. I want the David Bach of the future.
0: I haven't done enough research. No, me either. I, I wouldn't be able to say, like, tackle. Okay, so Kyle there's two that. really good left tackles who are coming out. I know that for a fact. So there's the kid from Penn State, and then there's the kid from Notre Dame, who could very well be top five picks. So either one of those guys would look great on the Packers. That's probably where the Packers will go. If I had to put money on somebody... That would be where I would go. But I I would love, like, just a really good running back. Because Aaron Jones, I think he might be one year past his expiration date. The injuries, he can't stay healthy. He's making mistakes that we haven't really seen. I would love a really good running back. See If they had, like, a B. John Robinson coming out, I think he would look great on the Packers.
1: Here's my thing with running back. Is that I don't think you need to be in that top 10 even to get a really good running back. That's like, I true. feel like with running, like running back talent, that's why everybody's like willing to like let the running back walk when they want that big deal. It's like, especially because youth plays, it's faster, mm-hmm. it recovers quicker. So, like, everyone's willing to go and get a cheaper, younger running back. And it also seems like speed, all that is like more prevalent. We can just find a better, faster younger the running back. So that's, to me, I wouldn't go first round for running back. My prime example is Jonathan Taylor. Early pick, second round. Find somebody you like second round for running back, get them then. First round, go something else.
0: Uh, prediction for the game this week. We got Chargers, Packers at Lambeau. Chargers favored by three points. Uh, we don't have to worry about the mistake that we made last time that we picked a Packer game. The quarterback Matt Stafford was not playing. Uh, I'm very confident Justin Herbert will be playing. Who do you got?
1: Okay, well then, uh, if you didn't steer me wrong with your misinformation or lack of, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick on the Debbie Downer train. (laughs) I think Packers lose 28 24.
0: Give me with a score of 27 21. The Green Bay Packers do it. Woo. They do it. Wow. Go Pack, go. They look good doing it, too. Yeah, I'll
1: shoot the Chargers because the Chargers are a scoring bunch.
0: Like, the Chargers should have a great defense, but they just they don't. don't. No. You know, they got Bosa. They got, right. who is it, Khalil Mack or Von Miller? They, they have somebody else, one I of those old timey pass rushers. <laughs> but for some reason, their defense never lives up to expectations. I think this is it. I think this is the game where the Packers really surprise us. So give me the I Packers. would be surprised. I feel shocked. I feel shocked. Uh, I, th- I think this is it. I would do Survivor's Pool at this point right now, but... Do we have to do the other Packer game? Oh, we do have a second Packer game for y'all. Because the Packers play on Thanksgiving, and it's a holiday week. Guess how much the Lions are favored by? Thirteen. Uh fun fact I can't find it, so nine. Like I literally can't find it, so not on ESPN, so oh. let me Google it.
1: Thanks, ESPN. Dude trying to gamble, bruh. Trying to win some skin, right? Or you gotta have skin to win.
0: Okay. Seven and a half for the for the Lions.
1: Uh and this one of course is in Detroit. And a Jack Harlow, I believe. Is the halftime show you excited for that?
0: What's your favorite Jack Harlow song?
1: can't name any black something back to back so i'm gonna go with that one back to back
0: but i just googled it number one song is first class oh no not a big fan of that one industry baby uh,
1: the first one is a fergie sample anyways back to the game i think it's unfortunate again
0: I want to see some ass.
1: They clapped our cheeks the first time speaking of ass. I think SUVs
0: black on black. That's the one. Okay.
1: Okay. SUVs. I had, I had top to Jack people the of my brain. I hope he plays that one. Packers lose 34-21. Uh,
0: I think the Packers show some fight in a losing effort. I uh, give me 34-31. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think the offense is about to start clicking. I think, don't let Matt LaFleur cook. And maybe there's a reason why you shouldn't let Matt LaFleur cook. (laughs) Like I said, this is the part of the show where we would normally do a survivor's pool. No. But. Hey, I survived, so. All great things must come to an end. Oh. And early retirement is not in my future. It's all over for me, man. I took the bangles.
1: Yeah. And yeah. did you
0: see how they lost? Okay, they had the ball on the nine yard line, 24 27. Third and goal from the nine. Joe Burrow, RIP, hits Tyler Boyd in the hands. Perfect pass in the end zone. And he just like duck arms, like like a, looking like a sea lion trying to catch the ball. <laughs> Cannot catch it at all. It goes right off of his helmet. They end up kicking the field goal. To tie it 27 27. CJ Stroud, the Stroud boy, goes right down the field. They actually had like a chance to tackle, dude, like 10 yards before, but they went for the strip instead of the tackle. Mm. And they had their backup kicker in for the Texans, and he made it by a foot. Wow. Well, like okay. a foot. Like they would have tackled them 10 yards back. No way does he make that kick. And then it goes into overtime, and who knows what happens. But anyway, you know, all good things must come to an end.
1: Hey, I said somebody and they won.
0: So Uh you said the Cowboys. That's right.
1: So I'll end a winner. That's yeah, fine.
0: There you go. You get zero dollars. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks. A lot of people wanted to fire Adrian Griffin this past week. Not me. Now they look like world beaters. So, what's your confidence going forward for the Milwaukee Bucks? In the whole team? Like, you know, yeah, in the whole team. Or in Griff, I don't care. I mean. This question is a canvas. It's a little and too. you can good. paint on it however you want.
1: It's a little too open ended. It's a big ass canvas. Too big of a canvas for me. So, I'll narrow it down. I'll say my, my graphometer. Is that what you say?
0: Griffometer, bro. I say graphometer. And you I say it. griffometer. Weird, but. You're weird.
1: Maybe it's French. Griffo-meat. griffo <laughs> I digress. I'm going to give my Griffo-meter a nine. In
0: I, confidence? Yeah. Or in com- how badly you want him fight. My
1: confidence in Griffo. Okay. In Griffo, because I'm going to call him that. Now. I kind of like that. It's a nine. Because we, we had a little rough patch in the beginning, if you want to call it that. And now we're looking good. Like you said, we're looking like we cooking. You know, I like some of the offensive movement. And so I'm going to give Griffin a nine. You know what I think is... The Grifference. My one point is that too many people get ejected right now.
0: We do have a lot of people getting ejected. What's
1: the Grifference?
0: The Grifference right now is they got everybody healthy. Like, they need Damien and Giannis playing at the same time. If, everybody minus If Jake John out. Horace called me before the season and was like, hey, we want Thurston 10 to manage this team, I'd be like, how do we make Giannis and Dame The best of their abilities. That would have been my whole goal. And then if one of them got hurt for a week, I'd be like, I'd be like daredevil, bro. Like, I can't see. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I have no idea. So, all I really want is to have Dame and Giannis on the court together. I also feel like they always try to, like, stagger a little bit too much. They'll start the game, and then at, like, the eight-minute mark, Giannis will go out. And then at, like, the six-minute mark, Dame will go out, and then they'll put Giannis back in, and then, like, Giannis will be in to, like, the two-minute mark, and then I kind of just, like, always want them on the court together at the same time. Like, the second unit can be the second unit. Let the second unit play together. I don't feel like I always need to see one on the court. I want them on the court together. I think that's my biggest gripe.
1: I see what you mean. I think they do need to get more used to playing together.
0: Yeah, like, I always want them on the court at the same time. Like, obviously, if one, you know, has a has a knock or a sore or some whatever, I get it. But if they're both playing in the same game, let's get them on the court. And then let's let the second unit play together. You know, like, let's let them get chemistry. Let's let Bobby and Pat and Marjan and Campaign and those guys, you know, let them get used to playing together. And not always with one of them. Leaky B. Well, I feel like he starts, he right? Uh, I just want to say Leaky B. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he has turned into Clay Thompson. The past <laughs> yeah, two games. he is killing it. Any interest in seeing a trade for Alex Caruso?
1: No, no. Unfortunately, uh, he's a white guy that I don't really like. So that means uh, two months from now, we'll be talking about uh, how we traded for Alex Caruso, because uh, that's how John Horace picks his players.
0: If no, they no. were, if they were to get him, they'd probably have to trade either Bobby or Pat. Which, if you can get him for Pat, no, fine. No.
1: To me, Pat hasn't been as good this year, but I still think Pat gives you more than Caruso. And,
0: you think um, Pat's better than Caruso? Yeah,
1: I don't think Caruso's that good. Plus, his head looked like a testicle.
0: <laughs> like his head looked like ball hair, dude. I'm not honestly. Chicago should just give us Alex Caruso. No. Cause you stole Craig Council. I don't want to give up Bobby or Pat for no, Cruzo. No, but... No. You really think that's a need that much? They need a, a, a wing what? defender.
1: A wing defender with a testicle for a head.
0: That's what we need. Like Thanos. I'd rather have Thanos. All right, don't let him snap his fingers. <laughs> don't play any catchy music the whole game. Don't let him... <laughs> Last one. The Badgers, are they gonna make a bowl game? Nebraska at the camp. Then they go to the house of Alex Caruso's haircut, PJ Fleck. Who do you <laughs> think has better hair? Alex Oof. Caruso or PJ Fleck?
1: That's like making me pick between a turd and a shit. Which one is stinkier, a turd or a shit?
0: Would you hate more, Craig Counselor or PJ Fleck?
1: So uh but recency bias Craig Counselor. Ask me in two weeks and two days, maybe PJ. I don't
0: know. I was hoping you were going to take PJ, because you have, like, family issues. That's true. I would assume that you would take PJ, we would divide and conquer, I'll punch Craig, you punch PJ, and the world will be right again. Harambe will come back from the dead. (laughs) We'll be like the Avengers, putting the Infinity Stones back together. Ah, shit. If you do how
1: to okay yeah bet
0: well the Badgers make a bowl game
1: I'm gonna say yeah and because I don't want to divulge too much information on how because we pick games and stuff like that I'll say yeah
0: if you look at Luke Fickle and his stats when he first went to Cincinnati okay I feel like what he does and don't get me wrong I'm I have my fingers crossed when I say this that I hope he has a plan. He tries to weed out the weak his first season. So basically, at Cincinnati, he went like four and eight his first year. A bunch of people transferred out, and then he went like eight and four his second year. Okay, which eight and four sounds great right now. So I feel like he probably he might just be trying to weed out the weak people, the non physical, the people who don't want to work out in the off season, those type of people. So I'm really hopeful. That me, that's the plan?
1: Me too, but I guess two things. I hope he has a plan. I'm like, yeah, I hope he has a plan. That's number one. I feel like the coach should have a plan. Where he weeds out the week. But I, f- I feel like the way to weed out the week, like, so you just intentionally suck for a year? I I don't know. That seems like maybe there's better ways to do it than that. I don't know. Like, you can't, Can you guarantee that, that you're going to come back from sucking for a year? I would like to and four assume and and whatever like Wisconsin used to not do. Obviously, we're gonna get at least five. We used to be guaranteed
0: a eight bowl, wins, at least. We right? used to be eight and four minimum. It was
1: last year like our our last year was like our shit the pants here. That was much. supposed to
0: be rock bottom, and
1: that was six, right? That was still a bowl game.
0: I'm gonna say that we get into the bowl game, and I'm gonna go right into predictions. I think we. Beat Nebraska, 17-14. Woo. I think the defense steps up. Mordecai has a good enough game. And I'm going to say that we win. I think Wisconsin sports, Wisconsin football, Badgers and Packers, are going 2-0 and this weekend. Wow. We're,
1: we're in a rut. And I think it, it's going to take Minnesota to get us fired up and out of the rut. But we're going to continue that rut this week. I'm going to go 17-14. to Nebraska.
0: If I could pick
1: one. I'm kind of upset that Matt Rule does have Nebraska looking kind of good. I kind of wanted Matt Rule to go there and f*** off for my, Didn't for they my just brother's sake. Michigan
0: State, though? Probably. Like Michigan State But I still, I
1: feel like for Nebraska to get whatever they're going to get, I think they're five wins, too. So for them to be close to bowl eligible, I think it's
0: fine. Don't underestimate it. Uh, let's do a funsies. Woo! Woo! All right, this might be the dumbest funsies we've ever done. But Which is probably saying a lot. Could you, in a nine to five shift, hit for the vending machine cycle? So it is 18 bags of chips, 20 candy bars, and then five pastries at the bottom. Wow.
1: Okay, first of all, what vending machine has pastries? Uh, apparently all of them. This one seemed a little rich. Um, also, I don't have one. 20 candy. Honestly, so I think it's not the chips. Like, the, the little bags
0: of chips. It, they're not a big deal.
1: You could eat... Don't get me some. wrong, like, you're
0: not working during this time.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yeah, you can just do whatever. I thought I was working. Yeah, so this is next oh, Sunday. Shit. You oh, from I, 9 you to you 5. Yeah. I have to eat. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Then definitely, For sure. I'd have to spread out the candy bars. That's what I'm most worried about. How many you say 12?
0: Uh, 20.
1: Oh, That's the thing. 20? 20. Honestly, I I probably eat 20 candy bars in, in six months. I don't know. A year seems like too long, but I don't eat that many candy bars.
0: My HR person came up to me this week and oh. you, then just like gave me candy bars. Uh-oh. And I was like, <laughs> they're still sitting at my desk. They're still sitting at I my mean, desk. I mean, do you
1: have any that you like?
0: Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup uh, but for the record no way in hell I don't even need to break it down I would have like four candy bars and I would probably go puke alright like don't be me wrong my vice is drinking it's not sugar You know, so, like, the people were like, oh, my God, give me all the sugar. That's Mm. not me. If it was, like, a vending machine of, like, mini bottles, then we could have a conversation. (laughs) You just invented a thing, my man. Then next week, you know what we're going for. This has been Thurston10. Follow us on X (laughs) at Thurston1069 like and subscribe wherever you can it's been real peace cheers